On today's episode with the Green Community, we chat with Marcel from Bermuda. She is the founder of Echo Island Travel, who aims to use travel as a force for good, island style. We talk about how Bermuda has been impacted by the COVID-19, why flying is better than taking the cruise, and how you can travel in a more sustainable way. So if you're ready, let's start the talk. So Marcel, tell tell us a little bit about uh, your work. Uh, I see that you um, your main uh, expertise uh, is ecotourism, sustainable travel. Can you tell us a little bit about about your journey? Sure. So um, I started uh, a social enterprise called Eco Island Travel. Mm-hmm. I would say back in January. So it's fairly new. Um, it's a sec. It's a second job to me. I have a full time job, but um, was very interested in. Always been interested in traveling, and mm. um, just traveling in a in a positive way, in a way that has a positive impact. So I would say for the last two years or so, I sort of wanted to do something um, that was more fulfilling, more rewarding, and. It took me back to the times when I traveled. Um, I lived in a, another country for four, four months. I volunteered in Diana in South America. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, you know, the work that I had done there and volunteering with disadvantaged children. Um, and always, always had an appreciation for nature and the environment. So for the, next, for the last two years, I've been sort of like just going through my mind, what is it that I really want to do? What is really rewarding to me? And how can I use this to, to help others? So it brought me to sustainable travel, which, mm-hmm. like I just said, I started in January of this year. Um, haven't been able to officially launch because our, our season, our tourism season in Bermuda is seasonal. Um, it usually starts to pick up in April. And so with the whole pandemic going on, there was not much taking place in terms of travel. But it's been an interesting time um, being able to connect with some of our tour operators in Bermuda and seeing what they think about sustainable travel, whether they're interested in it, um, what they would like to see for sustainable travel in Bermuda. So um, that's where I am, well, part of where I am right now. And uh, how is it? Are there many sustainable travel entities in Bermuda, or is it mm-hmm. how how does the market look at, at this moment when it comes to sustainable travel uh, yeah. companies? I like, would like say yours? that sustainability in Bermuda. When you talk about sustainability, it has taken the image of, I think, more so the environmental side. So. Mm-hmm. For the last maybe year or two as well, um, we have been confronted with a lot of plastic pollution, which has come to the forefront. Um, it washes up on our beaches. You know, the marine life is being impacted by it. So I think that when we when Bermuda talks about sustainable travel, it's in that context. And so for the last couple of years, um, you know, businesses have made attempts to not have plastic straws, to not give out plastic bags, 
Um, so they're really pushing the reduction of single-use plastics. So that's the context in Bermuda right now, but when I guess, you know, what we talk about sustainability, we talk about the whole holistic approach yeah. um, with, uh, you know, travel that impacts the local community positively, travel that impacts um, the culture, preservation of culture. So we look at it more holistically. So I don't think Bermuda is quite there yet. Um, yeah. Our Bermuda Tourism Authority, which sort of leads the whole tourism strategy in Bermuda, they have an initiative where they are trying to make uh, Bermuda a green destination. And again, that's more the environmental side, in my, in my view. Um, so when we're talking about sustainability in Bermuda, it's more the environmental side. And so with my organization, I'm, I'm hoping to sort of expand on that and you know, raise the awareness about sustainability and what it really encompasses. So that's, that's what I'm hoping to do. And it's been, I've had pretty good feedback readers um, to get go of eco-friendly and eco-activities so that they know. And then once I'm able to um, get their understanding right now, it's just taking it from that angle because that's what they're more familiar yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it's true what you're saying that uh, many do start with the uh, uh, more on the eco environmental, the environmental side, but not on the uh, when it comes to people, because I was reading that uh, tourism is, uh, is the second uh, largest uh, industry yeah. in Bermuda, I yeah. believe. So it, it has a lot of impact in your GDP and the economy. And most people are employed in the tourist sector. So uh, it is uh, interesting. I think that it's really good that your company is taking the approach and focusing more on the, mm -hmm. well, believe that sustainability is always about the environment, but it's also about the people yeah. yeah um yeah so right now like you said it's it's a huge um employer for bermudians mm -hmm. so we have something like two thousand people who have been out of work because hotels are closed down mm -hmm. um, restaurants have been closed down tour operations have been closed down so it's something like two thousand plus people who are now out of work and you know with the tourism industry it it impacts us directly and indirectly in terms of economically. Um, so a lot of people do benefit from the industry. Um, we, our number one industry here in Bermuda is more international business, mm. but tourism is still very, very quite significant. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, it's, it's, it's quite correct in that um, right now, I think Bermudians are approaching sustainability from an environmental um, angle and yes. um, I'm just hoping that with my with my organization once we get really up and running that um, it will really help to raise the awareness and the education piece that people um, probably could benefit from in terms of what sustainable travel is that's really good 
So mm -hmm. we have a 20 minute frame uh, for questions. Uh, and uh, so anybody that wants to uh, ask questions right now, feel free to do it. I sent you uh, yeah. the, what do you think are the elements that need to be implemented in order to increase uh, sustainable travel in Bermuda? Like, what do you think, uh, what approach do you think that a company like yours needs to take in order to, to do it and survive in the market, basically? Exactly. Um, it's going to take a collaborative approach and it's going to involve quite mm -hmm. a number of um, stakeholders because you can't have sustainable travel without travelers you can't have sustainable travel without the tourism businesses and um assistance from the bermuda tourism authority because they are responsible for our, our tourism strategy in bermuda without the assistance of government as well because they play a large role so it's going to be a quite collaborative approach um at the moment um, I'm working with the tour operators, like I said, to get a sense from them of how they view sustainability, what they believe some of their challenges are, if any, and just trying to do a, an education piece. So what I'm hoping to do is to do a couple of webinars with tour operators to really get the education. I've been working with the Bermuda Tourism Authority, so they are aware of my initiative here. Um, I believe that I, I will need to work a lot closer with them. And so I think this is some of the stepping stones at the moment to, mm. to get the awareness up in Bermuda. That's really good. Mm -hmm. um, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. um, I was thinking, like, what are the biggest challenges for an island such as Bermuda when it comes to receiving, you know, like, a lot of tourists or when it like becomes the brink of over tourism yeah that's a good question and um for years and years bermuda has been known um, as a seasonal destination which means that uh, visitors usually come to our shores during from april to maybe august maybe in september so we've been quite seasonal in that way. And I would say the larger numbers usually come June, July. And with our cruise um, industry, the number of cruise passengers has increased exponentially over the years. And we all know that um, you know, cruises are not that great for the environment they no. uh they don't contribute much to the local economy so with the cruise industry we see quite i mean the numbers during the the height of the summer in bermuda is it's really it can be really unmanageable and i, I thought about this quite a bit on how how it can be better managed and um Again, it's going to take a collaborative approach. You know, we need to get more flights to the island because there's only two ways to get to Bermuda, a cruise or flight. And, you know, cruises are popular. They're cheaper for the, um, for the visitors. They cost a lot less. Um, they're more, sort of, so to speak, more, more value for money, right? Um, but I think 
that once we get more flights to Bermuda um, and people become more aware of sustainability and the benefits of traveling off season, I think that, you know, we can better manage those numbers. Um, and, you know, we, we want to attract more people who fly to the island because for one, as I said, they contribute much more to the local economy. I think there's something like a thousand dollars difference per traveler. So with a cruise travel, I think it's like two hundred dollars that per on average that a cruise passenger contributes to our economy, opposed to someone who flies in who spends on average about maybe fifteen hundred dollars. So there's a huge difference in how much they actually contribute to our local economy. Um, so that's one aspect of it. And as I said, just for travelers to be aware, yes, our beaches are beautiful. They're lovely to enjoy, but they can be enjoyed all year round. I mean, they're here. Um, our temperatures in Bermuda, of course, they're the hottest during the summer months, but they can be quite, um, quite favorable during other months as well. Um, and there's so much more else to do other than, you know, visit the beaches. We have some great experiences here in Bermuda that can be enjoyed all year round. So just really trying to, I guess, be intentional about the way that Bermuda is marketed. And I know that the Bermuda Tourism Authority is really trying to change, um, to change that and, and opening up Bermuda to be visited all year round rather than just in like a couple of months where it gets so many people here and it really becomes unmanageable. Um, so that's, that's one way, well, there's a few ways to look at uh, managing the, the numbers of people that we get here and avoiding it to be, to, avoiding it for it to becoming an over-tourism issue. I mean, Bermuda is a, it's a beautiful country and we have so many wonderful natural assets and we've always been proud of that. And we've always wanted to preserve what we have in terms of environmentally. Um, we have lots of organizations that specialize in conservation. But when it comes to, in the context of tourism, I would say that, I think I mentioned it early with the, with the whole environmental side of things, um, in that we've really tried to make an effort over the last two years to reduce our plastic and things like that. So it's a wave that's beginning to happen. It's starting with environmental and eco-friendly things, but it is a wave that is, is picking up and it's, it's eventually, or hopefully gonna, encompass the whole gamut of what sustainable travel is. So I think we've made some good strides in um, the eco-friendly sort of activities and eco-friendly initiatives. People are very, they, they understand that, that, like they get that, they understand that concept. It's just the other parts of sustainability. As with islands, you know, we are some of the places that feel the effects of climate change um, a lot quicker with uh, stronger hurricanes and stronger storms. We have uh, rising sea levels. So we're, the islands are gonna start to feel some of this impacts a lot sooner than a lot of other places. So 
with young people, yes, they have definitely taken an interest in it, and they are some of the uh, some of the best advocates we have here in Bermuda. And as I said, we have a lot of uh, conservation organization nonprofits that you know seek to just preserve our environment, keep our environment clean, our ocean clean. Um, so there, there's a, quite a lot going on. Nice, thanks. Um, I had a question as well. Um, just what you were talking about um, with the cruise ships coming in, it just made me think too, because I know a lot of, especially uh, like tropical island destinations, there's always so many big resorts on it. And sadly, a lot of those resorts are usually owned by people in other countries, like big businessmen and, and everything. So I'm just wondering um, if you know kind of the rate of economic leakage, I guess, um, or if like a lot of the money that tourism um, is bringing in is actually going into that local economy or if it's leaking out elsewhere. Yeah. A lot of our larger hotels, from what I understand, are not locally owned. Mm. So there's some leakage there. Definitely. Um, if tourists are coming in to stay in the hotels, mm-hmm. they, those funds will be leaked out. Houses, vacation homes, that have like increased over the years. So those numbers of accommodations have really, really been on the rise. So if visitors are aware, they're cognizant of these accommodations, then those funds would be invested into our local uh, economy if they stay in those accommodations. But again, it's just trying to educate, raise the awareness. And even if, and even if you, you, you know, you have some visitors, you know, they all have preferences. They might want to stay in a hotel, but even if they do stay in a hotel, just being able to provide them with options of how they can make positive impacts otherwise. You know, while you're on the island, okay, you, you can um, contribute to this initiative, you can make a donation, you can do a volunteer in here. So there are ways to, to sort of mitigate, you know, some of that leakage going out in other ways to make a positive impact. I think maybe the second easiest thing would be to help people to understand how important it is to contribute to the local economy. I think that's a lot clearer in people's minds. Yeah. Um, second to environment, because I mean, Bermudians, we, we are quite, we, we advocate supporting each other. Um, and so I think that a lot of us, when we, um, talk to tourists so we have tourists on our tours you know we really try to encourage them to go to eat at this local place or buy this piece of local art or really try to pinpoint pinpoint them to local businesses so I think that is like the second easiest thing um, the other thing that may be a bit more seamless is the cultural side of things um, I think that we're, we're quite, we're quite good when it comes to promoting our culture and ways to preserve it. I think that it could be a bit better, obviously, but, um, I think that eventually over time, and especially I would say in the last couple of months that, um, cultural tours have become quite popular in Bermuda. I would say they're even increasing. So, but it's not called sustainability, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just really um, 
it's really the education piece and, and, and raising the awareness and helping people to understand that what we have as our tourism product, how we can, how it can be sustained, whether it's the cultural side, whether it's um, the local economy side of things, but really how to have a sustainable tourism industry. Um, so I think that's the, the key in terms of educating people. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, so we have four minutes left and we will, we're gonna have to wrap it up soon. So, um, you know, what would you um, recommend uh, us as listeners uh, when it comes to sustainable travel? What, what do you think that we should think about when it comes to sustainable travel as some type of tips? What mm -hmm. kind of uh, tips can you give us? Sure. Well, I also always like to say that sustainability or sustainable travel, it's a journey and it starts at home. Even before you book that flight, even before you take that trip, it starts at home. So once you can start to practice sustainability at home, um, then when you get to traveling, it'll just be like second nature. So some of the things that you might want to consider doing at home would be um, uh, just off the top of my head, um, water, con water conservation. You know, when you're at home, be aware of how you're using your water. You know, turn the taps off if you're not, if the water's not in use. Um, you know, transportation wise, are you thinking about reducing your carbon emissions at home? If you're taking public transportation, you have maybe. Are you considering an electric vehicle? Are you, are you cycling to where you have to go? Um, other things that you can look at are supporting your local businesses, right? We talked about that. Are you supporting locals in, in your vicinity where you are? So it's just really taking those sustainable tips and using them where you are. And then once you, you're ready to travel, it's just, second nature and you know don't worry about trying to be perfect because it's a journey and it does take um some time so it's not about perfection because i think the more of us that practice it without being perfect but the more that we practice it and try to get it okay then it'll be better for the environment it'll be better for destinations and it'll just become the norm so that's my hope for sustainable travel That was a great chat. Thank you so much, Marcel, for joining us. If you want to learn more about Marcel's work, visit her on Instagram at Echo Island Traveler. And don't forget to tune in to next week when we release a new podcast. See you then.